the Urbano Monte map was released in 2017, I think. Don't quote me on that. But I remember it making headlines in 2017. Notice how this map wasn't discovered. It was released. So there's a huge difference there. It was impeccable timing, too, because the Flat Earth Movement was taking off, and they decided to throw this into our lap, kind of giving us, you know, a little, uh, little bonus there. And it, it makes me wonder what else they've got in their vault. I wanted to drop a link here so you guys can look at this. That was just a, a little JPEG I threw in there, but this map is so huge. And I, there we go. If you click onto this website, you can actually zoom in on this map. And I have spent hours and hours and hours pouring over this map over the last several years. It's a fascinating map. Now, Urbano Monte was born in 1544, died in 1613. The date of the map is supposedly it was completed in 1587. I want to point out really quickly, looking at this, that in order to make a map like this, they probably had to have flying contraptions some sort of primitive airplanes or balloons, even though balloons wouldn't come along for another, you know, 300 years or whatever. You don't, you don't make a map like this and like get your walking shoes on and get a ruler and, and, you know, go hiking across the continent and measure this stuff. I mean, maybe they were doing it with ships, but I think it has been shown over and over again that these maps, in order to make a map like this, you needed a flying contraption. Other things to notice on this map is that you see Hyperborea right there, dead center. And Hyperborea, amongst many other areas up there in the north, is green. It's not, it's not frosted over. It's not covered in snow. That's, that's really odd. If you look closely at Canada, at Siberia, it's all green. Now, there is a little bit right there. It is a little confusing that it says that the Canadian province, which my understanding is that Canada wouldn't become a province until about 1841. So that's that's a little odd, especially we're, since we're going back to the 1500s now. You also see a, a lot of what's called terra incognita uh, in the, the, the top corners there, which basically means that's unexplored land. So there was, at the time this map was made, Inland, what, they weren't exploring a lot in the north. Another thing to notice about this is that Antarctica is covered in a lush landscape. That's a little awkward. Even more awkward is the fact that Antarctica would not be discovered until about 1820. So when was this map made? 1587? So we've got about 250 years before Antarctica would officially be discovered. And here you have these map makers this urban Urbano Monte putting a huge ring around the earth in the Southern hemisphere. What I like about this Antarctica specifically is that, well, again, we need to point out the fact that it's very green and lush. Actually, if you look down there, you see uh, uh, crocodiles, you see lions, you see elephants, you see all sorts of very tropical creatures. And of course, science will tell us that Antarctica was once a lush tropical landscape. Well, that's interesting. But I also like about Antarctica, a couple things you'll notice is that it's not a solid ring. It's, uh, there's a lot of canals in between. These are actually, you can call them continents or islands. I would call them, I guess, a bunch of continents. And also there's water on the other side of them. I actually think that those are not to scale. I think that they've kind of squished them down and that they would actually expand very much out. 
if you look in there, you're going to find, um, like in the, the region of Armenia, you're going to find Noah's Ark. They plant that bad boy right down there. And it's interesting to note that Josephus talks about, in his day, that Noah's Ark was so well known, it was a pilgrimage site, and people would just go there and, um, and you know, worship there or whatever. So it was... You know, nowadays they, I don't know what happened in Noah's Ark. I don't know if it existed. I don't know about that petrified story they got. But history history tells us from sources that it wasn't petrified, that it was an actual boat up on a mountain that people would go visit. And here they put it on the map. You're also going to find Jerusalem on here and a multitude of Judean cities are accounted for. Now, that, that begs all sorts of questions about, you know what's what's going on there, especially since I have looked into the possibility that uh, Judea or modern the modern state of Israel is not the historical land. But if anyone has questions on that, I can kind of give some of my theories on that as well. Does this prove Jerusalem is legit? In my opinion, no. I'll I'll, I'll get into when I think that this map is actually made. We see on this map. So again, keep in mind, 1580s. We see on this map Spanish conquistadors telling us there's something true about their stories, that there were Spanish conquistadors going over there to South America, where you see them sailing. You see giants over there in South America, just like the, the conquistadors were claiming that there were. So that's interesting. So that's telling me that this map maker is actually taking attention, uh, uh, paying attention to some of these finer details of these accounts. But another awkward thing about this map is that there are mythological creatures galore. Like everywhere, you're seeing, you know, not just giants, you're seeing centaurs, you're seeing mermen, you're seeing dragons, you're seeing like all sorts of stuff. You're seeing like devil people. Um, and here's my theory on this map. I've had, I've thought about this for, you know, since it came out in 2017, put a lot of thought in this. And I believe that this map was made before the Millennial Kingdom. I'm going to drop in here uh, one of the big giveaways here. Here is the date uh, put onto the map. I, this is a photo, uh, a, a close-up photo taken of it, and you can clearly see it's not 1587. They tell you it's 1587, but it says I 587, telling us that this map was made in the year 587. So according to my timeline that I'm looking at, Again, this is pre-Millennial Kingdom, because I don't think the Millennial Kingdom was ushered in until the 700s. Now, that's going to confuse some of you, but again, I, I need to repeat this re over and over and over and over again, that just because this says 587 does not mean this was 587 years after Messiah. All it means is, is that Rome at some point started counting the years and saying it was 587 years after Messiah. It could have been uh, 350 years after Messiah. I don't know. But again, this is, this is fascinating because it tells us that a lot of these accounts in history are true, uh, like, like the Spanish conquistadors, but uh, they, you know, the, the timeline has been jumbled. Some, a theory I do have on this, and like again, I have no dog in, the, in this fight where Jerusalem truly is necessarily. Like, I, I just want it to be where it's supposed to be. So maybe that really is Jerusalem there on the map. You're going to find a lot of cities in there, though, like uh, Paris. I, I, I really question if it was called that back then. 
I don't know. So sometimes I wonder if they did some work on this later on when it was in the vault all these years. Really hard to say. Is this whole map a deception? But that being said, remember now that Jerusalem was completely destroyed in the year 70 AD, and the the Yahudim were cast out of the land. Now, they, they, they stayed there a little bit longer, according to official history, for another 50, 60, 70 years or whatever uh, after 70 AD, but they, they were completely removed out of the land. And I am completely content with the idea that there was a the, the people were deceived back then just like they are now. You know, a few hundred years later, you could have had people believing that really was. They could have gone and fought the Crusades there, thinking they were really fighting over Jerusalem. And meanwhile, you have these six sadistic elitists running the world, just like grinning at the fact that, you know, there's this mass slaughter over a city in the desert. That's not really it. You see what I'm saying? Now, I was going to, we have so much ground to cover tonight that I was going to spin off from this map and and start talking and showing you some of these mythological creatures in what we would call like medieval documents and and maps and, and books and other things like that to show you how common I believe they really truly were. That leading up to what we would call the Millennial Kingdom reset, there were... I, I really, I'm really leaning towards the fact that these creatures roam the earth. I'm gonna give, I'll give you a couple of examples. I don't have a lot of time to go through this, but this comes from my collection of collecting images just of wild men. All right, now a, a wild man is. A lot of people will tell you that they're like a Sasquatch. I don't agree with that. There, there's some similarities with wild men and Sasquatch, but these are literally wild men. They're like men that are really hairy, and they live in the woods. Let's see if I can find a good starting uh, photo here. I don't want to put on a um, crazy one right away. Well, this is actually a good one to start with. So here we see a book of actually two wild men. Now, there's I found two classifications of wild men in these books. One is the green haired people and the other is the the brown haired people they're all white skinned but the green haired people seems seem to have a closer connection to what we know as the green man and when i was in europe i was going all over just seeing the green man everywhere including the wild man but the green man was everywhere this is a pretty haunting photo you've probably seen this before because it's actually showing these wild men being persecuted and hunted down and thrown into the flames and I don't know what he's doing with that one woman, why she's naked and not hairy, and he's trying to grab her. And he seems like, if you look at his face, it's pretty heartbreaking what's going on. Like he knows. Here's another photo here, or a picture of a wild man being hunted down. You could see the king and his knights coming up to him. Let's see. I'm just going to grab random photos here. This is interesting because you have these wild men, a whole tribe of them, and they're all they're all depicted with clubs. Like you rarely see them with anything else. They they have like long staffs in their hands or clubs, and they're coming in to assault this castle, and the people are shooting back with bows and arrows. So you could see that there was two classifications of people at this time, and they weren't really getting along. The primitives and the um, and the uh, shiny armor people. Let's see, what do we got here? So here we have three wild men, and one is hunting a dragon. 
I think the other might be a unicorn. I don't know what he's doing unicorn, but then the other guy is killing a lion. Now, I'm not going to be going through all these photos. I have so many of these that I just want to really get the point across. This is interesting because now we see two wild women. And they <laughs> they usually do a job in these illustrations of showing that they did not have hairy breasts. They like to really, you know, make that point across. But yeah, or kneecaps. That is correct. Oh, here's a here's another here's a green uh, a green wild woman holding a baby. I don't know if that's her baby or not. She has a little doll in her hand there, which is a little strange. Uh, that's a possibility. Well, no, I think that's a that's not a costume. I th I think that's a uh, pretty legit. Oh, here's a good one of a uh, a wild man defending his child as a knight is coming in to massacre the both of them. And it's really sad. Like, there's so many here of, like, these people just getting massacred, and they would put this in books. Here's another one. I don't have much commentary on this one, but that's kind of a cool um, illustration there. You would also see them on castles. So here's a, here's a wild man on a castle. Uh, we see them on, like, furniture pieces and decorations. Here's two wild men with dragons. And there they are again with their clubs. I'm sorting through so many photos here. There's one I'm trying to find. Oh, this one's kind of interesting. Here's a wild man fighting a dragon while his two children run. And there he is clubbing them over the head. Wild man over an arch. Looks pretty old. Oh, this one's pretty harrowing. Another wild man. Looks like a giant. Um, looks pretty big. I mean... Sasquatch looking here and he's fighting a um, looks like he has a hat on though and he's fighting a knight and what I wanted to look for was this one where you had them like being paraded around in a circus type atmosphere I can't find it for the life of me thank you for letting me do my show and tell right now <laughs> uh, oh this one might work I don't know what's going on in this one but yeah you got these three uh, maidens here there's actually four, and they're like, there's a series of photos like this, and they're, I don't know, they're like watching them perform for them. Like they captured them, brought them in. And uh, so some really interesting stuff. Here is a bunch of wild men being hunted down, and they have, these actually have horns on their head. So that's a bit of a, a twist to the tail. That's the only one that I, that I think I have where I see horns on their heads. And then you even see them making this into, um, that's, there's like a green uh, wild man there. You see them making them into these, uh, I guess that's a ceramic. Well, to answer your question, Mike, because I believe that these are a reality. Here's, the, here's another one being thrown into flames. I mean, they're t it's, it's just interesting that they're, they're persecuting them. They're rounding them up. They're capturing them. And there's also, I don't know if this is propaganda or not, but we also see images of them. Oh, well, before I get to that, we also see wild men with um, pictures of unicorns like this. But this actually reminds me of where the wild things are, if you can think of the book. It looks just like the same illustrations, but there's a bunch of wild men in the trees there. Um, obviously, they lived in the woods. Here is, oh, this is really sad. Here's a wild man trying to abduct a 
fair maiden who is trying to hug a tree so as not to be taken. And it doesn't end so well for him because... Actually, this is uh, a, another maiden here. He, uh, Knight comes in and stabs him, kills him. You see the blood coming out. Um, anyways, this is some of the bizarre stuff of what we see all throughout what they say is the Middle Ages. And again... I think this is probably the fours, hundreds, the five hundreds, and and I, I'm becoming more and more convinced that these people were real. That we, there were, you know, centaurs, there were mer people, kind of like what we see in the Book of Jubilees, where flesh was being um, uh, mixed together, and you had all these different species that were living in the wilds, and people were fascinated by them, and they would go and hunt them down. <laughs>